Hi there, and welcome to Fantasy for the Ages, the show where a father and son sit down and talk about fantasy, but not always books. I'm the son of that equation, Zach. And I'm Jim, the dad. Thanks for being with us here today for another of our midweek specials, which is why Zach's opening was a little different from a little the normal special. banter. Because we aren't talking specifically about fantasy books today. We're Don't ta- get me wrong, we are. We are, but, but we're not. kinda. We have a special topic, as we always do for midweek specials, and this time what we're going to talk about has more to do with fantasy and TV, or the silver screen, the movies. We want to specifically just chit-chat about what are some of the series or books that we want to see come to film or the small screen, the TV, whether it's for the first time, like they've never been adapted to television or movies, or if it's being redone because it, it sucked. Did, but yeah, it sucked. It was horrendous <laughs> and we want well, we something better. We must have something better. Yeah. So, you know, just what are some of these things? And really, we're covering the broad breadth, broad breadth, that's sad, <laughs> of uh, science fiction fantasy. Okay. Okay. So not just fantasy but more or less these things that we we love to read and that we will talk about and mention on this podcast what do we want to see as a show or a movie now i will say that thanks to game of thrones it is simpler nowadays for some of these sorts of things to come to the screen oh and even going further back harry potter before it These things have laid the groundwork to allow for fantasy to really step into its own in a popular pop culture sense. A lot of these things have come to the screen for a long time, but in ways that sucked. Yeah. Low budget, poorly developed, badly written. immediately for TV, sci-fi channel movies. C-level actors that I could do better than. You know, that's how some of this... I'm not going to go that far, but that's mostly because I'm not going to offend them. Some of the ones I've seen, I would. But now we can, you know, step it up a notch. There's a little more money backing some of these things. So we have hope. And in fact, some of the ones I'm going to mention are in development. Yeah. They're things that are coming. I have a couple of those as well. Great. Um, and I think the first one is really obvious because we are in the process of going through the Wheel of Time as books. And we are so excited. Squee! We're the, really hoping it's this year. The Wheel of Time has been in in process of being filmed, written, filmed, developed by Amazon, I believe in connection with Sony Pictures, to appear as a TV show. Multiple seasons, I believe the first two are already committed, Mm. and we think, thanks COVID, (laughs) that it's going to drop starting in November. Now, to be fair to should have already been out last year. This thing has been periodically delayed or felt like it's it's coming since before COVID, Mm. but it just got delayed even more. Things got shut down. Filming had to stop. And so, while I am excited by everything I'm seeing about what is going to happen there it is happening we can be rest assured everything we learn everything we see everything we hear on talk around Riyadh, the wheel of time showcast another great podcast you might have heard that before if you've listened to us before this episode it's gonna be awesome freaking awesome and while it may deviate from the books it will it's um, an adaptation it's hopefully something that it still does good justice to the source material and is really entertaining. It helps that the people who are driving this show are Wheel of Time fans. Absolutely. All right, so that said, we're looking forward to that. 
some other ones that are in production that mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to, to seeing. Dune. Okay. Yeah, Dune I is saw. going to be coming out That's as a, a new, new movie. Yes. Dune's come out in a number of iterations before. So this fits that kind of something that's been done before. It really needs to be done better. I mean, the old movie, I remember it had Sting. Oh, man. It was a vehicle for Sting. It also had Jean-Luc Picard. Yeah. He was good. <laughs> I mean, he's always good. He is always good. Dune needs to be done with what we can do today. So the movie looks like it's going to be pretty good. I'm hopeful. Yeah, no, I'm I'm personally not necessarily hopeful that we'll see a Dune series of movies. I think we, it will be a singular. No, I do believe it's going to be really? a series you think of they're movies. Actually gonna yeah, do it as a yeah, I believe that is the plan. I just, I don't, from what I understand of Dune, see it being a super successful series of blockbusters. No, I think it could be. And I believe, and this is also very good, I believe the studio that's doing it is the one that owns HBO. So we will see it mm. on HBO at the same time it hits theaters. You mean Warner Brother? I forget who owns HBO. So pretty sure it's Warner Brother. Okay. I have a thought about how books to movies work and what I think works better. And plenty of people probably disagree with me. And there are examples of exceptions to this. But in my opinion, if it's going to be like a standalone, whether it's compiling a whole series into one movie or just doing only one of the books as a movie, I think it works great as a movie. Movies are great for standalones. But we're kind of in the age of a sequel. <clears throat> Star Wars? No, we are in the age of sequels, <laughs> yes. where there's always more and more sequels. And to an extent, you mentioned Star Wars. Sequels don't necessarily make the story better. Some are better than the original. And yet some are much worse. Hmm. And so you get to a sort of thing of, if you want to tell a long drawn out story, I think it's a better vehicle to tell that story through TV. And so I'm excited more for new shows than I am new movie series. But new singular movies are very exciting for me. Okay, pausing this thought thread, we were really excited to get in the content. We didn't talk about any of our usual stuff at the beginning of this episode. Well, technically speaking, we talked about it last episode. Yeah, we are doing this one directly after the previous recording. It's on the same day. I still have the same drink. My boozer of a son has a different one next to me. I just have a beer. It's fine. <laughs> and he's still doing great. I'm still doing great. It's still a nice day. Okay, now <laughs> we got it all covered. All right, other ones that are coming out soon. Yes. There's one that's getting a lot of hmm, hate. Yeah, <laughs> right now. And I'm like, no, I, I think I'm hopeful. What are we talking about? The Lord of the Rings series is being created. Oh, uh, yeah. Isn't it based on like by Amazon Silmarillion? Yes. And they're dropping crazy amount of money into it. It's in the news recently. It's going to be based on the, if I am going to say this right, Akalabeth. The later story in the Silmarillion about the island of Numenor and the the peak age of men. So that's even later than like Baron and Luthien kind of stuff. Oh, much later. Yeah. 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 And we're not going to go into all of that. But it basically gives you some backstory on how Gondor comes to be, how the Rangers of the North that Aragorn is, Aragorn is how wow. he comes to That's be, a totally different book all there of that moment. stuff, and how you end up with that first battle against Sauron between men and elves fighting Sauron and his forces. Where that all comes from is the tale of Numenor. While I think that's a very exciting and interesting tale, I personally almost sit in the camp of going... I would be even more excited for it if we went much further back to some of the 
ridiculously old and stuff in the Silmarillion. Maybe they will someday. Who knows? Just because it's much less connected. I want things almost less connected to what already is there. I just want something but... as epic as Lord of the Rings and not as sucky as The Hobbit. Hey, The Hobbit has its <sighs> problems. When I saw how many movies they were making out of The Hobbit, I went, oh man, That's Peter what... Jackson is a yeah, money no. grab here. That's the this biggest is issue with it. It gets a little bit hokey at times and the hokey most, hokey radagast the most hokey epic parts of it are a part that in the book is a page where bilbo gets knocked out and we slightly get it explained later <laughs> but it's not there and it's really well done for it being in the book that way and i like it that way so i did have some issue but i did also enjoy those movies it does help that i really enjoy martin freeman as an actor I got one more that I know is soon to be. Okay. For all I know, I've kind of lost touch. Maybe it's out already. But <laughs> Foundation. The Foundation series by Isaac Asimov no is coming to Apple TV, Apple Plus. And we have it, but we don't watch anything on it yet. We do? We do. I pay for Why it. Why have I not watched the thing with Jason, Jason Momoa, Momoa being blind? I watched the first episode, and it didn't grab me. So that's why I haven't watched it anymore. I didn't realize we have that. We have it. It's there. So they're doing foundation and I hope it's awesome. And maybe I will finally watch something seriously on Apple TV plus Apple plus. I don't know. Anyways, I have two, two that are coming out, you know? Yes. Okay. Put them out there before we jump into things that we just hope will come. Um, these two are ones that I think you will poo poo a little bit <laughs> um, and sit slightly in the like YA. Not, not duty. I they hear sit, it's heavier than a mountain. Uh, <laughs> they sit slightly in the YA side of fantasy. And by slightly, I mean they are. But okay. I think they're very good. One of them. Shadow and Bone. Did you hear about that? I have no idea what that is. That's actually out now. What is that? It's a fantasy thing that people are disappointed that it might not be but done very well. Shadow and Bone. What's it? It's a fantasy novel that I haven't read. But it's oh, out there now. Okay. People are Some people are excited and some people are like, Bleh. Fair enough. Okay, sorry. I digress. That's not where you were going. Okay. No, no, no. Um, She's like, what? <laughs> the first of these was made into movies previously. They were bad. Okay. Percy Jackson and the Olympians. They're remaking fine. Percy Jackson and the Olympians? Yes and no. Huh. So Percy Jackson and the Olympians, first movie from the first book, second movie, second book, those happened. Yes. They're not very good. They made a lot of changes. I only that saw the first one. And didn't I was like, hold it was all right. The second one wasn't as good, I think, from what I felt of it. Biggest thing, I didn't like a lot of the changes that they chose to make mm -hmm. for the movie. Mm -hmm. The way that they changed it wasn't Which, great. Which, legit, an adaptation makes changes. And truthfully, one of the biggest ones that at the time I was frustrated with, because I was like 10, was that they aged up the characters so much. That makes a lot of sense for a series like that, but I didn't like it at the time. Okay. However, Disney Plus is making a Percy Jackson and the Olympians series. It's more or less intended to be a show version of it that will kind of be what this should have been, I think. Oh, okay. Um, and the other one that I'm excited for that I'm t bringing up here is a Netflix series, but by the same author. And that's Riordan's Kane Chronicles which follows a loose system of the idea of like gods and stuff descended down to modern times, blah, 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 but in Egyptian mythology. And it's a very different system. It has a magic system that's very interesting, in my opinion. It, it's just a trilogy, but I really enjoyed reading through it. Okay. It's probably my second favorite of his works, but it's really close. Cool. And that's coming to Netflix, so I'm excited for that as well. All right. 
other series that we're looking forward to either for the first time or to be redone. That's what we're going to talk about now. Now, some of these are already rumored to be in production. Okay. Or there's a screenplay written, but nobody scooped it up yet. That happens. Some of these, the rights are owned by various production companies, but they're not actually doing anything yet. So we're hopeful at some point. And then some of these probably nobody has their hooks into yet at all. And we just please, please hope they will. Fair enough. The first one I'll throw out there is Mistborn. I have understanding that Brandon Sanderson has actually written a screenplay for Mistborn Era 1 so that when it gets taken up, it's ready. So I saw something lately. I think I saw it on like Twitter or something. That was someone's work in progress of making a video game hmm. of Mistborn. Mm-hmm. And it just immediately... It would be so cool to play through that open world hmm. mechanic with being a Mistborn Allomancy. It's so cool. Throwing a coin and fling. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And the cinematics for it. I, it totally be, with all we can do with CGI these days, this will be an excellent movie. And that is one that I, I will kind of rece- rescind my series are better as shows. Mistborn, I think, would be better as a set of movies. And of course, I say Era 1 because Era 2 isn't done yet. I, I actually also haven't read. I recently finished one just what recently. an ending huh what an fun. ending i, I actually it. prefer era two which era two had to grow on me because the first book of era two i was like what the heck is going on and you haven't read it at all no yet. i but i, I was like i started the witcher i don't like instead. this this is what what and then no it grew on me but the fourth book is soon to come out soonish we don't have a drop date yet but it's coming probably before the end of this year so I have to reread what I've read already. But uh, I like Era 2 better. Hmm. Anyway, it's movie on Era yeah. 1. I did mention there. So I finished those books, started reading the Witcher books. And Which that is, is one already that a thing already on Netflix the show. Now. And from it's what I'm great. reading and stuff, I enjoyed the show. I knew the game a little bit. I'm very much enjoying the books. And... I was like, there's a game? I didn't know anything about that. I didn't know there were oh, books yeah. before it dropped on Netflix. Technically, there were at least three games because one of the most popular and best games possibly out... I know some people who's their favorite game that was ever made is The Witcher 3, Wild mm-hmm. Hunt. It was funny to see how some people really were ticked off about... Okay, slight spoiler for Witcher. How they really mess with the time flow in it. I yeah, loved it. But I let, loved it. Let's be honest here. So I'm reading the books. They kind of do that. So if you're a fan of the books, you get it already. But if you're just a noob who likes fantasy and well, tries to watch this, you could easily be confused. And we're going tangent on Witcher here. It was initially released as a set of short stories for a competition yeah. that then later was then turned into novels. And then some of the original things that were short stories got put into a different novel. So like the first book that I'm reading is technically like the fifth published or something. And the first one that's published, you don't really read until either third or fourth, depending on if you read an optional one that happens at the same time as the first one. The timeline is a mess, but in a way that works. All right. We started talking with my first selection, Mistborn. Yes. What's one you want to toss out at us? The next one that I really would want to toss out is a redo. Okay. Yep. The Inheritance Cycle. (laughs) I did not put that on my list. Because I was sure you would. Yeah. It, it, and it's, <laughs> it's not so much that like I feel a need for that to exist, period. The first film was so bad they didn't make no, it anymore. That's the problem. I don't need the Inheritance Cycle to be made into movies or show or something. 
I need something to erase the stain of that first movie from my mind. Doing a little research for this episode, I saw someone say, yeah, one of the worst fantasy adaptations that's out there is uh, Aragon. Mm -hmm. But it was because, you know, honestly, the book sucks so bad. (laughs) So I don't fully agree with that. I do agree that... uh, I've not read it. I know you have. have. I have not read it. It's four books. I enjoy them. (laughs) I think the second's the best. And Brissinger is slow. (laughs) It is so slow. Is that the third? It's the third. It was meant to be the final, but he just put so much into it. And there's a lot of, like, elf world world building that is just, like... I don't really care. <laughs> but there is a cool flaming sword moment at the end. So I guess. All right. My next one mm-hmm. would also be a redo. Shannara. Mm. Oh, man. The Shannara Chronicles and MTV, I hate with a passion. I was so excited that they were doing it. And so disappointed because the adaptation so harshly veered from the source material. And it was like they were pandering to people who don't care about fantasy but watch MTV. I don't, Stop it! I don't hate it as much as you do. Ugh. But I have to fully admit that the reason that I don't hate it is because as a guilty pleasure, I watch various shows that are made for quote-unquote a teenage girl audience like the vampire diaries (laughs) which is another book adaptation actually but these are things that are often written with a focus on drama and fluff but are interesting in fantasy i have talked to people on social media about my hate for the shannara chronicles Uh, and it seems justified and i threw it out there actually at one point just you know very open i don't care for this but i know a lot of people do tell me why and almost 100%, what I heard was the people who like it never read the books. Mm. That's it. They just like yeah. it for the story it no, is. That's fair. I get that. That's fine. If and I haven't you just read enjoy them yet. that story, to, but I haven't. But if you loved the books, Terry Brooks, the books, the books, Terry Brooks wrote. Nah, the Brooks, Terry Books wrote. Yeah. If, if you like the source material, you cannot enjoy the Shannara Chronicles. You just, nah. It, it's wrong. Okay. So. Next, you got another one? And when I say, do you have another one? I'm legitimately asking him because I have a whole bunch of notes in front of me and he has a mental catalog. You know, I've been th- so I don't know how many things he has. I've been thinking of this for a while, but I get so absorbed into what we're talking about. <laughs> um, pulling out and remembering, oh, what was I going to talk about? Is sometimes, Would you like me to go to oh, another one? Yeah, you go to another one and I'll try to remember. All right. And maybe I'll write it down so I don't I forget. have my favorite Oh, goodness. Here. This is the one I most want to see come to the screen. And it should come as TV, so they can do it as a series, not as a single movie. We need the Dragon Riders of Pern to be created visually. Yeah. Such an epic series. And honestly, there's so much in it that would play well in today's world. I think we've seen a lot of bad CGI dragons over the many, many years. But I think we've also seen when they put lots of money into making decent ones in <clears throat> Game of Thrones. But go away from the dragons. The the relationships that exist inside the weirs in Pern. Uh, it's so appropriate in our culture today that this, I, I don't know why this doesn't exist yet. Hmm. It's, yeah, this is a series. Of sh- and they're great stories. 
-hmm. And it's one after another. And it's a clear cross spectrum of fantasy and sci-fi that would be brilliant to have as a series on Amazon. So when you're done with Wheel of Time, I have the next one ready for you. Or, you know, if you want both. Yes, that's even better. Just set that Lord of the Rings thing aside. Move on to Anne McCaffrey's Pern. Or if you're willing, you, Dad, are willing, Netflix is willing to throw money at pretty much anything, so they could pick it up. I'm good with that, too. I've got a subscription to both. Okay, got another one yet? I did think of one. (laughs) And then I distracted you? Uh, Shall I go into another one? I hate you for this because I I literally had it and okay, it's gone. I'm going to go to another one. This is one that I think you will approve of. Oh, I found I'm... the one that one, my one was. Okay, go ahead. So it's, again, I have to draw a lot of the things that I want to see as movies or shows. Often are YA things. This Parsh- is maybe what I was going to say. Par- probably not. But partially because it carries over very well, I think, to a pop culture audience. I've had It's at the top of my list in and case I'm right. And I really think that for me, a lot of things that I've read a while ago and want to see come into be are things that I loved as a kid. Okay. And so this one for me is the uh, Underland Chronicles. It's the first book is Gregor the Overlander. Yes. By Suzanne Collins. Same author as the Hunger Games. But it is so much better. Okay. So much better. It is by far superior as a series. And I do not understand how and why The Hunger Games was picked up and focused on while this other series is sitting there so much better. (laughs) It's better written. It's got a better story. That's funny. It's got elements of creepy and cute. It just... Creepy and cute. Well, I mean, there's an underground place that most of the story takes place in. And a lot of the characters that we see are human, but there are also human-sized rats, bats, and cockroaches, spiders that are both good and bad, lizard people, all these crazy <laughs> things. And who doesn't need lizard people? It's just a really, really good story, in my opinion, where The Hunger Games was like a start of a good idea and then fizzled. fizzled. out. Oh, my goodness. And so I'm just like, why? How did this... <laughs> I remember being like 14 or something and having dreams as I'm falling asleep going, you know, it would be really fun to one day act in a Underland Chronicles show. <laughs> that would be great. All right. My next one. I'm going zombie apocalypse here. Of all the zombie apocalypse series that I've read, the one I would most love to see come the to the film. Nope. No, that's better in the book. Fair. Arisen. The Arisen series is 14 books and and some actually smaller novellas. That's even louder than. But it is the greatest adrenaline rush I've ever had. Uh, Focuses on a small group of elite. I'm not going to lie. What's the word I want? Uh, Squad? No, the uh, force. Soldiers that are that next level. They're special forces. Okay, elite group of special forces, but there's a lot of connections with them and all, and it, it, it's just, it's amazing, I'm the story they tell. I'm not going to lie, if the most adrenaline rush you've had was from a zombie apocalypse series, you've lived... No, no, it's the most adrenaline rush of the zombie apocalypse series. Okay, because I was sitting here going, you said it's the most adrenaline rush you've ever had? No, no. 
No. That's impressive. But this is a rush, and the story just builds and builds and builds and builds, and you cannot stop reading. And oh, the characters are great. You care about them. You care about what's happening. You have you can't stop listening, reading, whatever you're doing, audiobook or reading. You know, mm-hmm. I'd love to see the Risen series brought to the screen. I think it would play well. I we have... need a lot of extras who are willing to just be dead people. I mean, that happens. Walking Dead. Mm-hmm. These these don't walk though; they kind of run. They're pretty aggressive. That happens. We yeah. saw that in uh, the World War Z movie, which not the best movie. But this adaptation. would be like World War Z, but done well. Ouch. Although the book was a lot better than the movie. Yes. Yeah. All right. Um. Up next, Zach. Yes, my next one is a rather old throwback, book-wise. Mm-hmm. And that's that. I want to see a faithful adaptation of this. I want to see a faithful adaptation of Mary Shelley's Frankenstein. Huh. Okay. I think we've seen a lot of bastardizations <laughs> and new takes. We have not seen a stuff. true version no, of Frankenstein we haven't at all. Seen, and in my opinion, it's that's led to we story. also really haven't seen a good version of what Frankenstein is meant to be. Yeah. Young Frankenstein is hilarious and great, <laughs> but it's not a true version no. of Frankenstein. Are you familiar with the story behind how that story got written? Um, maybe, probably. I think so. She and a number of her friends out at a retreat for a weekend, wealthy hoi polloi, and they had a little contest, come up with a story idea. And then they all the next day came together and shared their story ideas. And Frankenstein is the story idea she came up with. And then she actually went ahead and wrote it and fleshed it out and stuff. But it was just a little challenge, a game they were playing. The others' stories never got written, I'm sure, but hers turned into Frankenstein. I will be fully honest, the book itself, at times, I find bits and pieces of it boring, but the story that it tells and the questions it asks are things that I think have inspired other tales, and those have been explored well, but I want something that's just, no, give it to me raw. And to go straight to the source, Frankenstein's monster had a name. Do you remember? In Mary Shelley's Frankenstein... The creature had a name. He ended up with a name? It's highly appropriate. Okay, I'll drop a really obvious hint. The first created man. Oh, he named him Adam. If or rather, he, he chose the name Adam, I believe. Didn't he choose? No, he I didn't... think he named him Adam. I thought he chose it. Well, there you might be escaping my recollection. But yeah, he's Adam. Yeah. Anyway, anyway, that's yours. But also then seeing the visceral violence sometimes of ripping apart the unfinished bride, ripping apart the friend, the whole the whole shebang, including with the talking back to it and Antarctic mm, adventures. Yeah, and yeah. Or was it Arctic? I think it's probably Arctic. Arctic. It was Arctic. But I, I think it would be a really great story. All right. My next one. It's a redo. We need the X-Men movies to be done by Marvel Studios. I mean, technically speaking, they, they own the rights to the X-Men now. But we don't have any X-Men movies done by Marvel Studios. We have them done by Fox Studios, which is uh, not, middling. Yes and no. They're done by 20th Century Fox Studios. 20th Century Fox Studios doesn't exist anymore because Disney bought them and renamed them 20th Century Studios. We don't have them done by the Marvel people. Most specifically... It's not done by the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yes, we that need is a that. complicated. We but need that. Though. Very That's the whole point. We only have so much time, son. Come on, we need that. It's important. <laughs> 
But that's what I want to see redone. I'd okay. like to see scratch everything that's been done except for Wolverine. And let's get some real X-Men action happening. Uh, what do you mean except for Wolverine? Wolverine's the, awesome. Yeah, but the Wolverine, that movie sucked. But Wolverine <laughs> is there. Now, you know, do some you people that really... One? Yeah, some people really love old man Logan. And no, I'm like... Logan the movie okay. was a great movie. It's okay. But the character and how he was played by Hugh Jackman was great. It I don't fits know whether, what I think of for Wolverine. I don't know whether it's fortunately or unfortunately, but I don't think we'll see much of mutants as we know them in the MCU. It could happen. It, things will shift and we'll see mutants eventually. We've got uh, but, Wanda Maximoff now. Yeah, but she's not She a is mutant. a mutant. Well, she in the is com- totally a mutant. In the comics, MCU Wanda Maximoff is not. Yes, she is. No, she is not. Why do you think she is not? Have you watched the MCU? I watched WandaVision. Come exactly. On. She's, she's a mutant. not. Her brother's a mutant. She's a mutant. No, she's no, they're not. They're they're literally described in They're mutants. No. It, huge WandaVision spoiler. If you haven't watched it, if they haven't watched go it, they're watch not it. listening to our podcast. So <laughs> the MCU Wanda Maximoff is described as having been as a child, potentially a witch who didn't understand her power, who then it was exposed to infinity stone power and was behest that power to create this chaos magic within her, making her the Scarlet Witch, it has nothing to do with mutants because they didn't have the rights when they first were making them. He actually might be right, but I don't care. She's a mutant. I'm 100% right. <laughs> okay, next series. What do you got? Oh, is it my turn? No, right. I didn't. No, the it's, it's not your turn, but what do you got? Okay. Hit me with it. I've got one that you only have will so much want. time. Probably. What is it? The Abhorsen Trilogy by Garth Nix. Eh, I love the book. It's a good well, story. It could come to the screen. Okay, here's complicated-ish, funky thing. Yes and no. I want a movie based on the first book. Okay. I don't want the other two. <laughs> Can you do that? Can you just tell the first story and wrap ah. it up in a bow? If you changed the ending a little bit to shift Adaptation. a little bit, shift it a little bit more to the ending of the third book a little, it'll work. But it it's one of those series that does some time jump stuff. That works, but I don't like it as much. Okay. I really grew attached to some of the characters in the first book, and the way that they're mentioned and used in the second and third, I just didn't care as much. All right. So I like the first book much better than the other two. Okay. Should I go again? Yeah. No. All right. You've got your written list, and my brain is slow today. All right. So I'm just going to go through the rest of mine. Interrupt me if you have something. I absolutely will. Okay. Here's a throwback that we need to have done again. The Running Man. I have no idea what that is. This is a movie that was based on a book by Stephen King, written oh, under his pseudonym, it. Richard Bachman. It was his first truly sci-fi book that he put out, mm-hmm. and it's an Arnold Schwarzenegger vehicle. Ooh. And I go, ooh, some of those are good, but yeah, still. The movie's not bad, but it was done at a time when movies like this were done very hokey. It needs to be done well. It's basically reality TV of people who have been sentenced to death and now in a game show where they're running Mm. until they all die. Or maybe you win and you're the one person that doesn't. Okay. Uh, But it's worthy of a better version than what exists right now. So The Running Man. I want to see that come back. Another one. This one's sad. The League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. That is a sad one. They tried to make a movie with Sean Connery. It's and the last movie he ever well, did because it was so bad. Yeah, as I he remember, said, I am 
done with acting. As I remember, there were a ton of problems. I love the movie, by the way. I found it very entertaining, but nope. It had its issues, mostly because it diverged from the source information. I've heard that there were a ton of problems Mm production-wise and creative production-wise. And so actors weren't able to do their best performances. The source material wasn't able to be honored. And So the movie was back in 2003. They tried to do a TV version in 2013 that I haven't seen, but apparently bombed. Maybe that's because I didn't see it. But so they've tried twice to bring this to the screen in some way, and it hasn't worked. It makes me wonder. But it's great source material, so they just need the right people. I don't know. It makes me wonder if it is great for an adaptation because it's it's been done wrong. A bunch of B heroes and some sidekicks (laughs) to bring sidekicks back. Sidekicks clumped together to do some great stuff, and you just have to have the right vision for it. All right, another one. The Dark Tower by Stephen King. They Didn't did a that, movie. Yeah. Which I actually haven't seen Is yet. Is that the one with Idris Elba? Yes, yes. But I I've read the either, reviews. But I really want to see it. And it says I shouldn't see it. Oh. It's not worthy. I still will need to see it. But it's which, one of those. It really stinks. I like Idris Elba. He's great. Yeah, 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 yeah. It, but it's one of those stories that's so amazing and broad, you can't do it as a movie. This is another one that needs to be a TV series. But not on NBC. I mean, it's beyond something where they can really go into the elements like Amazon, like Netflix. It has to be done somewhere like that. Right, where they can do whatever they need to do to truly tell the story. The Dark Tower needs another attempt. Okay. You thought of something. Yeah, no, I'll say one that I've only actually read the first book in the series, but it's good enough in what it is that I, I keep wanting to go back, read more, and I just can't get to it yet. The High House. It has a really, really interesting and yet confusing premise at first, based around like words of power, and it has a large allegorical feel to it. Okay. And yet, as much as this actually almost hurts to say, <laughs> it, I think, has a better adaptive quality than The Chronicles of Narnia does. The Chronicles of Narnia feels almost too much as set wrote adventures within each books rather than a spanning series of telling a tale. And from what I've seen so far in The High House, it it really is something that I think tells that story very well. In relation, then we see kind of the other side of the spectrum. I've enjoyed the series, HBO series His Dark Materials much better than the previous movie of The Golden Compass. Okay. That's very clearly the other side of the spectrum, but mm-hmm. it's doing it better. Okay. Another one I'll throw out here is a series I'm reading right now, but I'm far enough into it that I'd say, yes, this would make great movie material or book mater- um, TV material. The First Law Trilogy mm. by Joe Abercrombie. <sighs> Just the way it reads, the way the story tells, I'm like, yeah, this would be great on the screen. While we're at things that were not necessarily read through a ton of, Harry Dresden. The Dresden Files show is great. Yes, and it's only 12 episodes. And my biggest thing is, did you watch them all? Yeah. It is great. I haven't read much canceled. of the books, but I knew the I'm show. Like, so sad. And the books are still coming out. And Paul There's Blackthorne, so who plays many Harry of Dresden, them. did a great job. I when I look at the when I read those books, I see Paul Blackthorne now. Honestly, bring him <laughs> back to have a revitalization of He's either show old now. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> Bring back someone like him. Yeah. To have a revitalization of the show or movies and tell more of the story. I like it. I I, I think that's deserving. Another one that would be worthy, but I have trepidation about, is The King Killer Chronicle. 
mm. Patrick Rothfuss. It's a trilogy that only two yeah. books are written for. Yeah. And they are great stories, so they'd make a great adaptation. But we, it's it's Game of Thrones all over again. We don't exactly. have an ending. And I it's been like say, a decade waiting for the next book. So yeah. With a large number of these, there are a number <laughs> that are unfinished, even if it's just waiting for like one book or something. And as much as I would love these adaptations, I'm going to sit on the camp of going, don't make it until it's done. Because yeah. Yeah. very clearly, Heard. when... We got to material that was new in Game of Thrones. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I enjoyed watching it. It definitely has its issues yeah. that we can talk about another time. So one more that's not done that I'm convinced will, would be awesome, but I'm not sure if they can pull it off on the screen, is the Stormlight Archive. You haven't read it at all yet. I have not read it yet. It's eventually going to be 10 books long. Wow. It's four books Isn't now. four right now? And there's Good going thing to Brandon basically is young. it's five books and then there'll be another five books set like in another era or something. So the fifth book is going to finish the first story. And so that would be something you could then create a movie or series about. Okay. And what's there so far is such an incredible story it, as, that it would probably make a pretty great something on the screen. I haven't read it yet. It would need a lot of CGI. But I feel at the very least... You're not making those five books into one movie. No, 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 no. So it'd be multiple movies or, or a, a series. series. Yeah, yeah. All right. I have one left. Okay. Do you have anything else? I might think of it after your one. Huh. This one is one of the first things, and you go back to our first episode, I referenced this. Mm-hmm. And I'm so glad that I've, as I've spent time in our podcast getting to know more of the fandom out there and stuff, there are lots of people who know this series. But it's back from the 70s. Chronicles of Amber by Rogers Zelazny. Okay. It's a 10-book series that would make great TV. Do you, off the top of your head, remember what some of the cover art for some of those is? Yes. Slash, is this a series that you had me read? No. Because I got rid of them before you even born. Okay. I literally, these were some of the first books I bought. And I, they were already done when I got into fantasy fiction. So I bought them in two books two collections the first five the second five okay so the chronicles of amber volume one the chronicles of amber volume two but the story of prince corwin who's just ah. a regular guy in the world with amnesia who discovers oh he's not so regular after all so this is a great story that you have not necessarily had me read yet not at all you don't really know anything about it no not really but it would be a great tale for tv it'd make a nice series not a movie but the Chronicles of Amber. There's a series I'm thinking of that I don't want to see an adaptation of because I think it would be done badly. Yeah. And I can't remember what the series is called. So I'm going to start describing it and see if you can help me. Okay. More or less, there are these machine-ish things that are tripods that are all around. It reminds me of like War of the Worlds kind of thing, but it's not. Okay. And there's like a second book or something. It's something about like a city of fire or something. It's a whole thing. They're like littleish books. They have kind of the John Christopher. You're talking about the uh, the City of Gods. Is one yeah, of the books. I think, I think yeah. that's what I was thinking of. The name of that John one. Christopher is the the the. I think it's the tripod. I, I do think it is tripods. That's I'm like I'm pretty sure that's what they're called. I remember reading that. I don't remember it super well. Yeah, they were specifically YA. What I do remember, and I read it, I was really young at the time. 
but I remember my thoughts on it lead to we'll have a bad Tom Cruise War of the Worlds adaptation if we get that. They've made a TV, TV series out of it already. Oh, no. Yeah, on BBC. Oh, no, I like BBC <laughs> shows. Back in 1984. <laughs> I like the a BBC 12, shows. Let's see, they, they made 13 half-hour episodes, and then they went on to the second season for 12 episodes, and then a third season that was canceled. So it... <laughs> <laughs> it apparently was at least successful enough to try and back in the eighties. Man, I so just... maybe it needs to come back again. No, I don't think so. I think it would. I think it, that one is one that is destined to be done badly. <laughs> all right, flash from the past. Very good. All right, that's all I got. You got anything else? Not that I can think of right now. All right, well, that's a midweek special. Uh, if you have other series that you hope will come to the screen or that did come to the screen and you still cringe thinking of it and they should come again, let us know. Send us uh, your thoughts on social media, Facebook, Twitter, picture on Instagram. Uh, email us at fantasyfortheages at gmail.com or talk to us on Discord. We'll put the Discord invite there so you can jump on our server. Tell us what you're thinking there. We'd love to hear about it. And if midweek specials are something you really like, you ought to become a Patreon because there you have uh, a little more sway to tell us what other kind of special series midweek stuff you'd like us to do. And can even join us live to weigh in yourself with your own thoughts and opinions. You could have been sitting here right now going, what? That series? You guys are idiots. Or, yes, that series. You guys are gods. You know, and just give us your feedback live. It's All great. those kinds of things. <laughs> All right. Thanks for being with us today. Again, hope you enjoyed it. We sure did. And we will talk to you next time. 